Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on another week of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. To our new listeners, welcome. To our regular listeners, glad you're with me again. If you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E, LanceBain.com. You can communicate with me there through the website. You can also find many other resources. Would love to hear from you. And as always, wherever you may be listening, if you wouldn't mind leaving a review and leaving a rating and share this with your friends, that would be really, really helpful for me and for our podcast. Other people could be made be made aware of the little talks we give each week to help us be healthy and empowered leaders who really want to empower and add value to the lives of others. Hey, so glad you're with me again. This week we're going to talk about the power of servanthood leadership. The power of servanthood leadership. Again, as I shared in the previous podcast, I've been involved in an eight-week online leadership course and one of the resources that we were given was a PDF version of a, I think it's a textbook actually, called The Leadership Experience by Richard Daft, D-A-F-T. You can find this at many online book retailers. I have the version from 2008. I think there are more current editions of this leadership experience. And I want to pull from just a very small section. This is a very comprehensive uh, academic book, I think over four, five, maybe 600 pages. So it's got a ton of material in it. But I want to uh, pull from this today, a very small portion, about the power of servanthood leadership. And then I want to share with you some very practical ways on how servanthood leadership can behave. So let's jump into the power of servanthood leadership. Now, to give you a handle on this leadership experience book, let me just give you a, a read a little bit of the, the preface to give you a sense of kind of what this book is about and why I'm pulling from it to really influence and contribute to today's podcast, this week's podcast. The author says, my vision for the fourth edition is to give students an exciting, applied, and comprehensive view of what leadership is like in today's world. The leadership experience integrates recent ideas and applications with established scholarly research in a way that makes the topic of leadership come alive. The world of leadership in organizations is undergoing major changes, and this textbook addresses the qualities and skills leaders need in this rapidly evolving world. This is from 2008, and it still sounds so relevant today. That leadership and the expression of leadership seems to be evolving. Yet, as we covered in the previous podcast, some things about leadership never change. And we pulled that idea from another resource that I'm using in my class, Kuz and Posner's book on the truth about leadership. So let me share with you some ideas about the heart of servanthood leadership. Now, as I said, this was written in 2008, and I've just been thinking a lot about some of the scandals that have been happening in my uh, sphere of leadership, the church world leadership. We seem to keep having scandal after scandal that shows up in 
our world, headline after headline of leaders that are not behaving well and not leading well. And I'm not here to make any judgment about whether those leadership did what they were actually accused of or not. What I do know is that when leadership is uh, placed in the headlines in a negative way, it's not really helpful for anybody. And so I want to talk to you today about the power of servanthood leadership. You see, leadership, the power of it, the notoriety of it, its position, its influence, its um, ability to receive perks and to to receive benefits is um, often enticing, and we can become entitled leaders. We can become coddled leaders. But the real heart of leadership, the real power that exists within the opportunity of leadership is found in the subject of servanthood, that leaders are ultimately called to add value to the lives of others. This is a constant and consistent theme that we hit within our podcast. But friends, more than talking about it on a podcast, it's something that we must live. We must embody servanthood leadership. Now, in the leadership experience on page of the version I have, 177, the author begins to talk about a book by Robert Greenleaf called Servant Leadership. And in that book, the author develops the ideas uh, that are central to the idea of being a servant leader. And he discovers four basic precepts that really underscore and reinforce the model of servanthood leadership. And I want to share with you these four basic principles today And I want to talk about each one of them specifically and then give you some servanthood ways to serve. Servanthood leadership is the battery. It is the juice that makes our leadership credible and relevant and effective. So what are the four basic precepts of the servanthood leadership model? Now, Richard Daft, author of The Leadership Experience, pulling from Robert Greenleaf's book, Servant Leadership, he identifies the first basic principle of the servanthood leadership model as you put service before self-interest. You put service before self-interest. Servant leaders um, want to add value to other people. They think other people first, not self first. There is a tension that has to be managed when you're in servanthood leadership of one end of the tension is self-care and the other end of the tension is adding value and bringing um, growth and life and hope and clarity and vision and inspiration, etc. to to others. And oftentimes at the expense of others, we don't care for ourselves. And so we become run down burnt out leaders that really are not adding value to other people. We begin to manufacture ways to take instead of being a healthy leader that finds creative, innovative, and consistent ways to give. So the basic precept, number one, of the servanthood leadership model is that you put service before self-interest. You put others before self, but you don't ignore the self. Richard Dabb says, the desire to help others takes precedence over the desire to achieve a formal leadership position. 
or to attain power and control over others. Beloved friends, leadership is an opportunity to exercise power. The question becomes, what do we do with that power? Do we imprison people with power? Do we put down people with our power? Do we use our power, our position, our influence for ourselves? Or do we utilize it to add value to the lost, the last, the least? Do we use it to add value to our team? Precept number two. Listen first to affirm others. Listen first to affirm others. This is the second precept of the servanthood leadership model. Listen first to affirm others. Again, Daft says the servant leader doesn't have answers. He asks or she asks questions. One of the servant leader's greatest gifts to others is listening. Now, if you follow this podcast regularly, you know that I am a large and strong advocate for the power of listening. I've been working with people for over 30 years, and I haven't done an official research or study on this. I'm simply telling you from a gut instinct, the overwhelming majority of people who are looking for help, who need help, mostly need an empathetic, compassionate, and present listening ear. Most people, once they offload the pressure, the anxiety, the frustration, the anger, the sadness, the betrayal, when they offload it and can talk about it, then they begin to experience some immediate relief. Listening is so powerful. I think we overestimate our witty counsel, and I think we underestimate the power of a listening ear. I would encourage you to maybe pick up a wonderful little book, an online retailer called Deep Listening by Oscar Tremboli. Deep Listening, powerful, simple little book to read. There's also some other wonderful resources out there to help you really cultivate the skills of listening. The precept, the second precept for the base of being a servanthood leader is that you listen first in order to affirm others. Don't immediately listen to answer or listen to solve or listen to contribute, but listen to care, listen to understand, listen to connect, and then bring affirmation to other people. Here is precept number three. Precept number three for a servanthood leadership model. Inspire. Inspire trust by being trustworthy. Inspire trust by being trustworthy. Patrick Lencioni in his classic work, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, talks about how trust is the foundation for all meaningful, collaborative, and effective relationships. Marriage, parenting, best friends, co-workers, Whatever the case may be, trust is necessary in every relationship if you want to be effective and actually enjoy the relationship and enjoy what you're doing together in the relationship. And you, you and I can inspire trust by being trustworthy. The author Richard Daft says, servant leaders build trust by doing what they say they will do, being totally honest with others, giving up control, and focusing on the well-being of others. Wow. Servant leaders build trust by doing what they say they will do, 
You've got to do what you say you're going to do. And if you don't do it, you need to provide a reasonable and respectful answer for why you didn't do what you say you were going to do. I've faced that many times in leadership where I commit to do something for someone or to follow through on a specific idea or a specific task or a specific thing, and I don't follow through. And now I know that my credibility hangs in the balance. And if I don't offer a reason why I didn't follow through, then I'm just trusting that that person will give me the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And when I'm not given the benefit of the doubt, when you are not given the benefit of the doubt, then our credibility and our trustworthiness takes a hit. One of my mentors years ago said that trust is like change in your pocket. When you do what you say you will do, people give you more change and you carry more trust change around in your pocket. And sometimes when we violate that trust, we take a little bit of change out of our pocket and we have to give it back. Friends, You want more trust change in your pocket than what you're having to give back. And doing what you say you will do really helps you create more trust. And if you don't do it, give a reasonable and respectful answer as to why you didn't do it and what you're going to do about that. Being totally honest with others requires incredible integrity. It requires incredible ability to be honest and to trust other people. Giving up control, empowering others, embracing other people's ideas, giving other people a chance. Yeah, oftentimes fear and anxiety are masked as control. That's why we're really controlling. We don't believe that other people can do it as good as us, and maybe they can't. But they'll never get better if we don't give them a chance. And so we got to give up control and focus on the well-being of others. Allow your care to go beyond just what they are doing for the job or for the ministry or for the team. Care about them as a person. We talked about this a few podcasts ago. Care about them as a person, their life, their family, their marriage, their relationships, their health, their dreams, their interest, what's going on in their life. Inspire, trust my friends, by being trustworthy. Okay, precept number four for servanthood leadership nourish others, and help them become whole. This is what we just talked about, caring for other people. Richard Daft says, servant leaders care about followers' spirits as well as their minds and bodies, and they believe in the unique potential of each person to have a positive impact on the world. There's a wonderful little book out there that complements this idea. You may enjoy reading it called The Dream Manager. And basically the idea of the book, written as a fable, is that when you begin to care, when you begin to care about the dreams of the people you're leading, more than just what they're contributing to your organization or to your team or to your small group, when your care surpasses function and becomes more personal and more intimate, you actually are adding value to their lives and you get a much better team member, a much better contributor, a much better follower. You actually are going to create but much better leaders who are going to come after you and who can bear the burden of leadership with you. Nourish others and help them become whole. Critical. I love that idea. So let me recap. The four precepts of a servanthood leadership model. Put service before self-interest. Listen first to affirm others. Inspire trust by being trustworthy. And nourish others and help them become whole. Okay, let me give you seven, quickly, seven 
ways that you can serve. Number one, join others in work outside your role. Get beyond your role and contribute to the work of others. Maybe it's running copies. Maybe it's responding to emails. Maybe it has to do with hospitality issues or janitorial issues. Show up at other events that are outside your role. Secondly, give praise and recognition to others. Be liberal with your praise and be quick to take the criticism. When other people know that you'll take the heat and you're quick to give away the praise and the recognition that's rightfully due others, yeah, they'll experience you as a servanthood leader. Way to serve number three, continually ask, how can I help? I want to build a how can I help culture. Well, this question, how can I help, is common. And it's a common thing. It's a consistent question that we ask one another. Number four, send encouraging notes and be specific. When you take the time to write a handwritten note and share something specific about something you saw someone do that was really amazing, reinforce the culture or some way in which you have benefited by their presence and by their very being, not just what they're doing, but by their being, and you can be specific with that in a note card, that's powerful servanthood leadership. Way to serve number five, in team meetings, be vulnerable first. Be vulnerable first. Be the first one willing to risk maybe your reputation or willing to risk how people will perceive you or what they'll think about you. Be willing to be vulnerable first. Way to serve, number six, use your resources to add value to others. What resources come with your title? What resources come with your position? What resources come with the role that you are taking as a leader? And consider how you can utilize those resources to add value to other people. And way to serve, number seven, use your position or your authority to create opportunities for others to grow. Just use your space to give other people an opportunity. I remember about 30 years ago, someone gave me the opportunity to simply make some phone calls. And in doing so, it was adding value to the organization. I wasn't familiar with making phone calls. I wasn't very good at small talk. I didn't know how to talk to strangers, but simply by learning how to make phone calls, I began to learn how to connect with strangers at a more personal level. I learned how to be more confident that I can talk really to anybody about anything. I can be curious and be connecting at the same time. And in doing so, really help people feel seen, heard, loved, valued, cared for. Use your position, use your authority to create opportunities for others. This is what leaders do. We not only look forward to to a forward-thinking leader, but we also look beside us. Who are the brothers and sisters alongside of us that need opportunity? And who is behind us? Those others, regardless of age, that need to be given opportunity. And you, as a leader, you have the position, you have the authority, you have the resources to create opportunities for others. The power of servanthood leadership. I got to say... There's a lot of meat in today's podcast. There's a lot for you and I to think about and to consider. And maybe this podcast, you don't want to listen to one and a half or double speed. Because <laughs> that's how I usually listen to podcasts. But maybe you want to listen to this one on normal speed and jot down some notes and think of some innovative ways at in which you can really build your base as a servant leader. Thank you for listening, everybody. I love you. Have an amazing week. Stay healthy and stay hopeful. Talk to you next week.